Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. The episode you're about to hear is a snippet of a guest coaching session, which is a regular series for Tourpreneur Plus members. A couple of times a month, we bring in different experts from within the travel industry and without for tourpreneurs to pick their brain. So it starts by the guest coach talking on something they're passionate about or really excited about at the moment, and then we open it up for questions. In the past year, we've had a travel agent, an accountant, travel influencer, a sustainability expert, someone who spoke on mental health for entrepreneurs, a public relations agency, a SEO expert. We really try and cover all different topics. So this episode will just give you a little teaser to see what it's like. And if you're curious about all of the benefits that come with being a Torpreneur Plus member, you can go to torpreneur.com slash plus. Are you interested in adding multi-day to your day tour business? Are you looking to understand growth and scale strategies in the multi-day world? Looking to finally crack the technology stack you need to organize, automate, and grow your business? Then join Tourpreneur in Seville, Spain for Tourpreneur Connect, November 27th to 30th, 2023, for an event unlike any other in our industry. Open to strictly 100 operators, Pete, Mitch, Chris and other industry experts will guide you through the do's, don'ts, twists, and turns of running a multi-day tour business. Not only that, Tourpreneur are giving back as we will be bringing in local suppliers and businesses to help us run the event. We're also opening up to a number of locally-based tour operators who can attend for free. So join Tourpreneur in Seville for Connect November 27th to 30th, 2023. And join us for an unforgettable experience of learning and connection in one of Europe's most unforgettable cities, Visit tourpreneur.com slash connect for more info. And today I'm very excited because we have a very good friend of mine, a former colleague of mine, Komal, with Women for World. And I will maybe let Komal introduce herself, but just to kind of give background of how I know Komal, we met as, I mean, Komal was, started out as a tour leader. So like I was a tour guide, Komal was a tour leader, and she then worked her way up um, through Intrepid into leading the local walking tour team, the day tour team. Um, and the reason I have Komal today, and now she has a multi-day business and she's white labeling multi-day tours for huge brands like Atlas Obscura and talking to some other big brands, which I won't announce. Um, and I just think throughout all this, what's been amazing is Komal not only really gets it in terms of content, I think, um, Komal's tours, I'm biased, but they're very experiential. You're really seeing a local side of Delhi, of India. Um, she takes a lot of care to make sure people's stories are being told with, with care and that you're seeing a full diversity of voices. And um, she also just happens to have a lot of female tour leaders, which 
um, might not shock you depending on where you are. But in India, I mean, less and less, this is an anomaly, but it, it's a big deal. You don't often find um, mostly female guiding teams. And so the topic today is of diversity um, in your tour guiding teams. And I bring Komal on. It's obviously going to be a very specific slice. We are talking about female tour guides in India. So it is specific, but what I want the takeaway to be is for you to think, what is diversity on my team? What does that look like? And the lesson to take from today is it's going to take extra work to get it there. It's not a matter of you find the guides, you hire them. Great. I have a diverse guiding team and the benefits that come with that. It does take extra effort, but I think worth it. So with all that, I'm going to back up to the beginning. Komal, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Do you want to thank you so much yourself and kind of tell your own journey of how you start and how you got to where you are today? Of course, of course. Thank you so much for having me here, Nikki. And thank you so much for such a warm welcome and introduction. Thank you. Thank you. So, namaste, everyone. My name is Komal. That is K-O-M-A-L. That is how I introduced myself from past 10 years since I was a guide. So, it, it becomes easier. So, um, sorry for my throat. I've got a little tonsillitis. I've been leading tours nowadays a lot. So when you talk about my journey, I started pretty young. I was 19 years old when I started as a tour guide. And at that time, I didn't know what a tour guide is. So I was like, oh, there's a vacancy. Let's go and apply for it. I'll get time to polish my English and talk to the foreigners, which is a great thing. And then I'll be roaming around with them and learning with them and all of that. But after my first tour, it was such a nice um, thing that I found my passion. Clean one tour. I remember my first tour word by word and that changed my entire life. Because that day I realized that being a tour guide is an amazing job. It opens the gate to so many opportunities. You get to learn about the culture, diversity, so many things about things that are happening in the world, such different kind of people. But from there, I started. And then, as Nikki mentioned, um, I continued working for three years. And one of the challenges which I faced uh, back in 2013 was there were not enough female guides of field. And then there was staring, a lot of staring when you're leading a group of people. And they were like, hey, look at that girl. She's stealing our job, something like that. So you had to face all of that a lot. And then later on, um, I became one of the managers where I had to lead a team. That was the point where I saw being a manager as an opportunity where I can actually work on something which I saw on the field, and that is less female guides. And that is where I pledged from day one that I'm going to have more diversity in my team. I'm going to show it to the women out there that it's it's cool to be a tour guide. And you know, just don't be very stereotyped about being a guide because in India, people have stereotypical notions about being a guide. And that is how my journey started. And, you know, it took a lot of time, around one year to get that diversity, to get that team, to get that trust, not only of the people, but their parents, their family, because we are in India and it's difficult. And from there, I led on for like four years, COVID happened, and then I decided to start something of my own. And here I am today, the founder of Women for World Tours and Travels. And uh, the idea started with, again, the redundancies that were happening around the 
around the country. And one thing I again saw was that the women were being more redundant than men. And the reason that they are an extra baggage because they might go on their maternity later on, we have to pay for their maternity leaves, it's better to them out and it will take the extra advantage. And that is when I decided that my company would be having an all-female diverse team and uh, we are going to work on showing people that it's, it's good to have females in your team. It's more productive, it's more creative, it's more empathetic and there's nothing wrong about it. And from there, it's been three years. In some days, we complete our three years. Such beautiful journey. And uh, now we are multi-day tour operators. We are working with big brands like Atlas Obscura and other small companies. We are their operations handling operators and their DMCs, which are handling all the business in Delhi and India. And yes, this is my journey. Cut short. I've been published in a lot of publications like National Geographic, Teen Vogue, and a lot of Indian publications. A beautiful journey. And again, I met Nikki. A long time back, we've been working together and thank you so much again yet for another opportunity for me to be here, Nikki. Thank you. I selfishly, I just love to talk to you about this stuff. <laughs> That's why I'm always like, listen, <laughs> we can talk. Um, I want to dig into this. Um, you briefly mentioned, you know, bringing in these female guides. Like, what did that look like in the early days, especially? Like, how did you find them? And then sort of how was it different hiring them than it was for, for male tour guides? Um, ex exactly. So the, the challenge was uh, that there were a lot of male tour guides which were working in the industry for the past 20 years and they were literally finding jobs because we get a lot of people from Rajasthan who come to Delhi to find work. And it was easy to find tour guides who are male because they're on it. They can do detours, they can do multi-day tours, versatile. But when you talk about having female tour guides, they were very less in numbers like 10 or 12. That's it. And they were already preoccupied. And the ones we had, had were like very old, like not old, I won't say old, but they were like very experienced tour guides who want to small day tours in Delhi. So for me, the challenge was to go to the grassroots level and see what's happening on the grassroots level. And why are people not interested in this particular profession? And trust me, to everybody who's hearing, and Nikki knows about it, that that challenge was faced by me when I was a kid. Like, when I was 19 years old, my mom was like, what, are you going to be a tour guide? I wanted you to be an engineer, not a tour guide. This is wrong. So the thing is, the problem is in our education system. We're never taught that tourism is something that is very interesting. We're never taught that being a female guide is not a big problem because whenever people think of guide in India, they think of a male standing, pointing out fingers, and that's it. And that is when I decided to research on it and analyze the challenges, which I felt, and I went to the colleges. So it all started from the grassroots level where I went to the colleges and I met around, I still remember my first meeting where I met around 35 girls in the university. And I was just talking about why is it fascinating to be a guide. And I, at the end, I didn't even have one question from all of them because they were just shocked to hear that there's something that is so exciting and they didn't know about it. And I went to, from one college to the other, started briefing, talking about my journey, how I overcame it, 
and how my parents are so proud of me now of being the tour guide. There's so many opportunities out there. And I realized that one day I took out the vacancy and I remember I had a lot of CVs in my hand out of which 70% were of young girls. Like the girls were 21, 22, but they really wanted me to train them. And that is that was a big win, you know, like for three months, you're just going and talking at pieces. Sometimes you're just going and talking to the parents of the girls. I told Nikki about the story when she came to India that uh, one of the female guides, when I hired her, she was pretty young and she told me, ma'am, I'm sorry, but I won't be coming on the parties or regular catch-ups you do because my parents don't know about me being a guide. And I told, I asked her why. And she said, because this is not something which they asked me to do or they want me to do. They don't want me to talk to the strangers and everything. And I remember that day I talked with her parents and asked them to send her on the party and I'm going to be their guardian. I'm going to set perfect caps for them and make sure that they're safe. And in one year, she grew and the parents felt proud. Two years, three years, she started leading multi-day tours around the country and now she's leading a very good life. So this is, you know, something which, as you mentioned, Nikki, that this has been a great journey of diversification, adding diversity to the team. But the challenges are obviously a lot, especially in a country like India, where, you know, it's male dominant, there's more patriarchy, how they don't want females to go on the streets and do the jobs. But it is changing. Like, I've been in the industry for 10 years, and now I see more girls calling me and asking if I have a vacancy. So the notion has changed a lot, but it was quite challenging back then. Was it was it more of these, like, the challenge, this expectation of what is appropriate for a woman? Because I know, like, um, you know, a multi-day tour, the challenge that they're away from home for so long with strangers or a walking tour, yeah. maybe an evening that wouldn't be an option because they shouldn't be out alone at night or coming home late at night. Exactly. In India, you know, now with the image of India, like, uh, obviously there's higher crime rates, or but I think it's everywhere in the world. But be, because we are parents, the parents are always scared to let their daughters go out in the evening, especially with the strangers because they don't know them. They don't know what's going on with them. So that was one of the biggest challenges that the parents don't want their daughters to travel. The parents want their daughters to travel after they get married. So that their responsibility is now they can put it on the other person that now it's she's your responsibility, take care of her and something like that. And that kind of stereotype has already been in the society since I was born and it's still there. I have seen so many people still talking about what is appropriate for women, what kind of dressing is appropriate for women, uh, smoking is appropriate for women or not. Like things which are appropriate for men is not appropriate for women in India. And in that kind of patriarchal mindset, then going and talking about diversity, people think you're crazy or you're starting something which which would not bring any results. But uh, later you realize that once you show the opportunities to the parents, to the, to, to the young girls and educate them about what what are the benefits and how you can train yourself to be a better person who can be safe, alert, and easily do the day tours. That is when 
you actually to the step two that they're ready to guide for you. So these are the things which are very challenging when it comes to training a team and then sending them on the field. There has been a lot of times when the females, the young girls that like your team is leading and some mishappening, there was some mishappening and it's late at night and she cannot find a cab. So you call your own drivers and send them there so that the parents have a sense of security that, okay, my girl is safe. Her manager keeps an eye on where she is. And that is why we had a proper uh, network of suppliers who are also keeping an eye that everything is safe for the girls. They have proper safety wherever they go. You know, we have good connections with uh, people in every city so that if there's any problem, we can reach there on time and, you know, uh, prevent any kind of issues that happens. This is this is sort of the extra work that I was referring to in the beginning, that this is all extra work that yeah. you have to take on to to make it an environment where they where they can do the work exactly. and then thrive and learn. I, I distinctly remember when I was with you and your team that it was getting late and one of the tours was running late for some reason. And I remember you were calling the parent and you're saying, I had her, she's running late. I'm going to send a car as soon as she's finished to pick her up and take her home. Like you were just had to really be on top of it. But as you were saying that the challenge was that the parents needed someone was responsible for the child. So for you taking that on. Yeah. I mean, these are young girls, you know, these are working age women. Um, exactly. Taking that on willingly so that the parents could then allow. Yeah. Exactly. When I was in that role uh, working, uh, there was no expectations out of me that I have to do that from the company outside. But I did it myself because as a female, I understand the insecurities that parents have sometimes, you know, because my parents at some time had the same thing. And now... Uh, when I am leading them, I didn't want their parents to worry or I, I wanted to make a more secure system so the girls are also feeling comfortable that, okay, we are being taken care of or we can take care of ourselves on our own. So we wanted to make them more self-dependent rather than, you know, in being dependent on us or their parents or anything. And it takes time. But trust me, Nikki, like all the people you met, Today, they all are at good places, even though they're not, they're working at some great companies. Somebody started something of their own. And I, it makes me feel so proud that, um, you know, the plant, the seed we, we had, it, it has turned into a big tree now. And they're actually mentoring other people to be good. So something which I feel very proud of uh, as an achievement in my career is bringing that diversity con on the table and now everybody's talking about it and all the small tour companies what was what was the reaction when you were first going to these universities were you just simply saying hey i want to come in and talk about being a tour leader as a career option and were, were they welcoming to you to come and do that was there any challenge there um see because obviously i had a big branding associated with me so for all the colleges it was a pleasure for me to come and and then because I also was published in a lot of publications, it was something which they were considering as a guest lecture. Wow. Yeah. And I was invited every month, even in COVID, even in COVID time, I was uh, invited by a lot of universities all around India as a guest lecturer. 
where everybody was wanting to know what it is like. But for me, it's like I just wanted to communicate with women personally because I knew the the fears they have, they won't be able to open it in front of all people. So that was something that was challenging where I told them that I want to go, I will talk and communicate, but I want some personal time with the women out there. So uh, I had certain questions, but then when I told them my aim is to bring diversity, more job opportunities, the teachers were quite happy. And they saw it as a way to change, you know, something in their universities that has not been happening before. And since then, we had a good kind of connection with those universities. And they used to promote their students to come and visit and talk to me if they have any problem. And, you know, sometimes some of the students have been granted leaves by the university so that they can work with us. So that was uh, the trust the universities had on my uh, strategies and planning so that they were like that this would help the students in grooming and understand tourism better. So it was a win-win situation for all of us. It took time, at least two months, to talk to them, to tell them that, okay, you have to give us some time and all of that. But sooner and later, in one year, we had that kind of relationship where they started trusting on us because of the response they were getting from their students. That they're growing, they're turning into better professionals. And the universities really admired that. Um, you achieved such incredible things, Komal. Like, I hear this story all the time. <laughs> all and everything you tell me just how organically it happened and um i mean how many guides have just through you alone and your teams alone have have been employed and gone on to to continue and travel um oh it's amazing exactly well what you've kind of hinted already but what is what is the benefit or even the difference that you see in having females in a team both like alongside men like the difference in tour content, the difference in, in, in how the men guide, perhaps even? Yeah. Yeah. So, see, I personally saw the difference myself because when, obviously, I won't say men don't guide, guide nicely. I've, I've been trained by men and by some interesting, empathetic and more intelligent man who actually carved me into who I am today and I'm very grateful to them. But again, Having that element of empathy is very, I think this is something which is built in like robotically into a, that, okay, she is a little empathetic. And again, people have a different perception about India. Like for example, if you have a female guide in Prague or if you have a female guide in Australia, everybody's like, oh yeah, that's fine. But when you see a female coming, walking from the door in India, people get excited. Because they don't expect it. Mm. The thing is that preconceived myths there there are. And I, re I remember every time, Nikki, I have walked inside a hotel in a room where people were waiting for me or anything and they didn't know that a female guide is coming, there was a different kind of expression on their face. A happy one for females that for men was, wow. Oh, wow, we have a female guide. Every time I went and I got this kind of feedback. And that is what brings into that special element. Because, you know, I'd, I'll tell you something. That when you talk about India or women in India, there are so many things. Oh, women in India are very suppressed. They're not educated. The parents are like this. They get into arranged marriages. So we hear so many things about India that once we come to India, we want to see all of them. 
and when you see a woman standing in front of you you get the answers to all the questions and the aim of every women guide is to change that myth that from day 1 till to day 12 there is a completely different perception about india it's women it's people and that is because they see the country from a girl's point of view and that is what i feel is a big change when you are in a country like asian countries or like country like morocco where you know you won't see a lot of females on the field but again if you talk about just being i i personally think that i've got a greater uh, number of reviews i've got greater number of empathetic reviews and a lot of solo female travelers feel very safe when they're around women in india so being a women guide is a comfort zone sometimes for the people they feel that they're safe so it's always an advantage and again obviously i've always been asked this question that you're talking like this and men feel very offensive and everything but again no offenses to the other genders but i personally think that especially in a country like india it's a great advantage to have because the other person feels more comfortable working with you and they want to show women's perspective to their people and every time i've guided in these 10 years i've made great friends and um, i've seen my guides doing the same thing so yes that is an advantage especially in a country like india because i know you especially with your teams you do a lot of team building and community building so your guides are talking to one another they're they're spending time they're being educated together do you find that the men the male guides as well are gaining more insight more stories to almost enrich their work and their stories because they're getting these female perspectives exactly and i think that is the that is the benefit of diversity you know when we talk about having the diversity in the board of members or something we don't want only the educated but we want different voices because there's a way to see things and every gender has their own way of seeing one thing like it is said a glass of water half filled or half empty it's up to you and that is how the perception is changed for example uh, i saw that in my team there was more respect um from the male guides as well and they were curious about how the girls are convincing their parents and they were going and telling their sisters and they were coming to me and telling me to train their sisters and this was a complete you know what do you say it was turning into a proper system where everybody has a respect for each other the males are learning from the women, the girls and the girl, women are learning from the men and there was no competition but there was just a coexistence that we are working together and there won't be any judgment or from the gender perspective so this is what i personally achieved and i love that the day when the companies start giving the jobs in this country on the perception of their qualifications rather than the age and gender that is the day we will achieve diversity and we will achieve a progressive approach towards growing and this is what i'm going to advocate throughout my entire life and once it's done i'll die peacefully so this is something which i advocate on Komal, I'm going to leave it there because I think that's such a wonderful mission and call to action. Um, and 
Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing all this and, and being such an open book and, and for all the work that you do, because I see the difference that it makes. And I really hope others can be inspired by you and make differences as well. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me here. Did you know Tourpreneur also has a Facebook community of over 7,000 tour operators? If you are not a member, then search for Tourpreneur on Facebook and join a thriving community of tour operators and other travel professionals, all of whom learn from each other as well as from Chris, Mitch, Pete, and many other industry experts. By becoming a member, you will be notified first of any events, meetups, and exclusive content. Join the Tourpreneur community today. Facebook.com slash group slash Tourpreneur.